0: Amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages? Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the Orna Library? Tonight's story... What's in the Cellar? Tonight's story features the talents of Benjamin Van Rokel as Private Investigator Harold Knight and Noah Yardley as Psychologist Norman Versailles. Welcome back, listeners, to the Tales from the orne Library. This is What's in the Cellar. Today is Saturday, March 2nd, 1929. Eight months after Arthur Blackwood was arrested for the murder of his wife. You have been hired by uh, Arthur's law associate, Joseph Klein. You enter into his office and look out... Uh, across the New York skyline. He bids you welcome and uh, gestures for you to to take a seat. On Klein's desk is a large box with a pair of strange wheels and a row of buttons on the face. And uh, he looks at you guys, takes a seat in a very comfy looking chair. Thank you for coming. Uh, And he shakes your hands. As you are aware, Arthur Blackwood is facing the electric chair. I'm trying to negotiate a lifetime prison sentence, but the outlook is bleak. He then places his hand on the strange box. This is a magnetic voice recorder. I use it to record conversations with defendants so you can hear their exact statement in their own words. These are brand new, and the company that makes them is a client of ours. So we got access to a prototype. Arthur has a message for you. He clicks a button, and the wheels start to spin, and you can hear a scratchy voice emanate from the box. Klein, please, you must help me. I, I can't explain it. I- I've never believed the stories, for they were too fantastic to be real. But the Blackwood family line has both blessed and cursed. A genie lives in the cellar of the family cabin, but to control it, you must find my ring. I, I dropped it, I-, I think, in the cellar. Please, find my ring and prove the police that the genie exists. Please, I implore you. Find my ring. It's the only thing that can prove my innocence. Klein the then pulls out a, a folder and shows you a photograph of the cellar. And, uh, dark earthen walls lined with shelves, a white floor of crushed shelves and gravel. And there is a large, a very large amount of blood splashed and splattered across the floor. As you can see, there is no such thing as a genie. Poor Arthur has been under incredible stress over the last few years, and he eventually snapped and butchered his wife. He then hands you a key. Uh, this is the key to the property, and, uh, well, that's why you're here because it's uh, it's only because I love and respect Arthur that I'm even entertaining his request to have you search the cellar for anything to clear his name. Uh, why don't you two introduce yourselves? I see you do not know each other.
1: Uh, hello, I'm uh, Private Investigator Harold Knight of uh, Knight Private Investigation. And you are?
2: My name is Norman Versailles. I'm a psychologist, I have my own firm, and I have been requested to ascertain the mandate um, of Mr. Blackwell. I misspoke, uh, the, the last name is Blackwood, my apologies.
0: He looks at the two of you and kind of gives gives you a like, well what are you waiting for kind uh, of look?
1: Of course, um, we will be right on it, hopefully we can find something to prove his innocence. Yes,
0: good luck. So, uh, having set out from Klein's office, you have already looked around the main rooms of the Blackwoods one-story cabin and have found nothing of interest or relevance to the case. You are now looking through the trapdoor into the cellar where the police say Rose's murder took place.
1: Uh, What do we see through the cellar door?
0: While looking into the cellar from the open trapdoor and the parlor, your view is extremely limited. Light from the parlor spills through the hatch, illuminating a ladder, some shelving, and the white shell and gravel floor. You can make out that the shelves hold jars, small boxes, and other knickknacks. Everything is covered in a thick layer of dust. You also note that the cellar has no lighting, so you will need to use your own lanterns and flashlights. Large cobwebs hang everywhere. Okay.
1: Um, well, I'll take out my, um, my good quality flashlight, uh, that I have so, uh, thoughtfully put in my possessions. Uh, and I will, um, I will, uh, turn on my flashlight, uh, and then glance at, uh, Mr. Versailles, uh, and say, would you like to go first?
2: No, but I uh, suppose I will.
0: Okay. So you descend down this ladder onto the the floor below, and uh, once you like hit get to this seashell gravel floor, it's it has a weird like sponginess to it. Not like um anything unnaturally spongy, but uh, it just feels a little weird. So, once the two of you are down, you let your flashlights and scan the room. Yeah, the Ceiling is low, only about seven feet high. It's a large L shaped area. Once again, the walls are lined with shelves storing canned and jarred food, um, small piles of junk. And I would like both of you to make a quick spot hidden roll for me.
1: All right. That is an 86 over 55 for me. Oof. Uh,
2: I rolled a 100. Oh, shit.
0: Shit. That is like a crit fail. Um, so what happens is as uh, Harold is looking around, he actually shines his flashlight right in your face and like temporarily blinds you for a second. Ah. Ah. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm so sorry
2: It's okay let's just get on with it
0: Alrighty So one thing you notice As you guys are like walking around Is that The floor Is completely clean There is no Sign of blood at all Hmm
1: They
2: said this was
1: gruesome murder Wasn't it Yes but, and we We saw pictures did we not Hmm. Um. Those pictures were uh, much more uh, gruesome than the scene we see now. I think they were. Curious. Do we have those pictures with us?
0: I'll say yes.
1: Okay. Um. I would like to go to the spot. Uh, in the floor where like I could see there would be a a lot of blood in the picture. Uh, and just kind of investigate it see if it looks like it was cleaned by anything okay okay so go ahead and make another spot and roll for me then alright okay that is a extreme success that is two under 55 alrighty (laughs) um
0: so as you're looking around this flooring does not appear to have been cleaned in any way Um, It just is completely devoid of blood. And you will also notice that um, on the shelves, there are still blood splatters on some of the jars nearby. And lastly, you notice that the ladder extends down into the shell and gravel floor instead of resting on top of it.
1: Hmm. Okay. In the picture, does it look like uh, the same sort of flooring? Can I make that out? Yep. It is the
0: same kind of flooring. Okay. Hmm.
1: Is it possible to sort of, like... Is it loose enough that I could, like, dig through it a little bit? Yeah, if, if you would like to try. Okay. I want to do that near the ladder.
0: Okay. So you start... Uh, you start digging with your bare hands and kind of moving the stuff away, but these shelves are, are, they're broken and whatnot. So you kind of like scrape your hands a couple times. Ouch. Uh, you'll take two points of damage. Oh man. Okay. Oh, uh, it just, just like scrapes pretty badly.
1: Okay. I won't do that again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> However, uh, moments after you start digging um, you unearth some bits that don't look like shell shells or gravel. It looks to be bones
1: of sorts. Oh okay hmm I'll show Norman the uh the bits of bone that I've found. that uh. That doesn't happen to be what I think it is, would it? I'm afraid it is, if what you're uh, thinking is bone. Unfortunate. What a poor soul. Um, this is very strange. Uh, Norman, what are you doing while uh
0: Harold is digging around in the floor?
2: I am looking at the arrangement of the room. Um, trying to garnish any clues from uh, if it's overly tidy, if it's overly messy. Um, just trying to get a little peek into what his what life here was like.
0: Okay. Um, once again, why don't you go ahead and make a splat and roll for me.
2: All right, fantastic. So let's uh,
0: give this a shot. That's an eight. Okay. Under? Uh, That's an eight under uh,
2: 35. So it's just a hard success, not a critical, unfortunately.
0: Okay. So you find a couple things. Um, While you're looking around, you find a decent-sized wooden box. It's about 18 by 12 by 8. Um, It's really old and musty and you also find a collection of books nearby it and uh, kind of tucked up against in between a couple shelves, you find a shovel. Well,
2: um, Mr. Knight, it appears that I have discovered a a few clues here.
1: Um, I'll come over to where he is and... Take a look at what he's found. Hmm. Um. Can I see uh, what the
2: books are? Uh, do uh, Do they have any authors in particular? Do they have any subject of interest?
0: Uh. Yeah. Make a library use roll.
2: Library use. I never learned how to read. <laughs> Oh god, with that roll, I definitely did not learn how to read
0: <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a 73. <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: Dang.
0: Yeah, there's... Uh, they don't seem to have anything to do other than, like, some old, like, family stuff. Like a scrapbook or two. Um, Can I uh,
2: push, because if it's family stuff, I would be kind of trying to get a view into their past
0: yeah go ahead and make a family uh family roll, a push roll. push roll fantastic uh that's worse <laughs> <laughs> um actually while you're thumbing through these books uh you're trying to like get a good look and you actually rip out a couple pages and the binding on one of these books um comes loose and just all the pages scatter on the ground oh blast
2: I most certainly can read and hold things, I assure you. <laughs> All right, well, uh, in that case there was a there was a, a sealed box. Yes. Yes. All right. Um I am going to attempt to open it and uh, discover the contents inside.
1: All right. Be careful you don't want to, you know, destroy anything potentially saving this man's life. Yes, I I know I can, I
2: can hold things. I am capable. I assure you, I am
1: qualified. Uh, I'll take I'll take a step back. Put my hands up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, <laughs> as he steps back, I'm going to turn back and uh, focus on
0: the box. Okay. So, like I said, it's it's just moldy old box. Um, you open it up, the hinges squeal as you lift the lid. You're greeted with the smell of just mold and decay. Um, but inside, you find the following things: there is a small painting depicting a stern-looking Puritan man. There's a journal and a scrap of paper.
2: Um, I am going to look at the scrap of paper and definitely read it. Because I know how to do that.
0: Alright, so you pull out the scrap of paper, let me send it to you. And I would like an English roll from you a language own roll.
2: Okay. I rolled a 22 under 70
0: already that is what you find if you wouldn't mind reading it out loud for me of course
2: unto the very ground I have bound the daemon to the blackwood bloodline as long as a true blackwood kin wears the ring the creature will remain trapped and its gift of good fortune will remain untainted let this ring never leave your finger let it pass from air to air on the deathbed Never let the creature out, for its hate is unfounded and it desires to see the extinction of the Blackwood name. All right. I must say, this was one tortured fellow.
0: And by the way, this pa- this sheet of paper is old. Like, this, this is way older than Arthur Blackwood.
2: Is it like... Very, very obvious, or would this be something that uh, a psychologist would have to roll for? It's pretty obvious. Okay.
0: Swell. And once again, there's the painting and the journal. Given uh, the last few
2: attempts... uh, despite me definitely knowing how to read, I am going to hand the journal to my comrade here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright. I'll take a look at the journal.
0: Okay. It is dated 1725. Okay. I would also like a language English roll from you.
1: Alright. Let's see. Oh my god. Nope. That's a... 92 over 60. Ooh. You can push if you'd like. Um yeah. Uh how how would I push here? Um Yeah, here. Uh Norman, could you hold my light? I can't get a good read on this. And I'll hand Norman my light. Okay. Okay, that's better. That's a forty-six under sixty.
0: Okay, so this uh, cursory look reveals that this is the journal of one Milton Blackwood. And uh, as you're flipping through, you soon find um, sections describing a pact this person has made with a creature not of this earth. And if you will
1: read that out loud as well. Okay. Uh, Lo, the bond is set. The accords sealed in blood wealth and good fortune shall forever flow through the blackwood bloodline the piece is christ the price is christian blood that has been defiled through sabbat rites is that right yeah sabbat sabbat rites mm-hmm. all
0: right and then now you guys are um kind of your eyes alight on the painting um once again it a stern looking man in a Puritan clothing. And he has this ostentatious black jeweled ring on one of his fingers that really catches your eye. And there's like a placard on the bottom that reads wizard Milton Blackwood. Interesting.
2: Well, um, it's my expert opinion. I might say um, with some amount of certainty that this uh, family was a cult esque Brotherhood of some
1: sort Yes I think that is uh, A good deduction So as you guys are looking through this
0: um, The air around you starts to feel a little colder Like the
1: temperature dropped like a couple degrees Interesting Um, hmm. I wonder if that door upstairs blew open I believe that
2: is a reasonable
1: uh, Um, deduction as well. I'll I'll head back up and check.
2: Okay, I will follow. (laughs) Because I'm not scared of ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I can (laughs) read. Surely not. And I can read. I assure you. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, so you go back upstairs and sure enough the
1: door's closed. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. I'm chilling, one might say. Um We're we're looking for a ring, right? All right, a ring was mentioned by uh Mr. Blackwood. That is correct, I believe. Okay. Because I I can read. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess I'll go back down and keep looking for it.
2: And okay. Will I? Because I'm not afraid to be alone in the spooky house.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: Alrighty. So are you uh, going to start digging again or are you just looking on the shelves or what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. Um, did you mention there was a shovel? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, I'll take the shovel and start digging digging without my hands so that way i don't cut my hands open (laughs) as he is um
2: doing that i'm going to be purveying the shelves yet again
0: all right so uh go ahead then norman make me another spot hidden roll
2: that would be a 25 under... That's uh, 25 under 35.
0: Okay. Noted. So you're going to start digging then, Harold?
1: Yes, I'm going to start digging.
0: Uh, are you digging where you left off or other places?
1: Um, I'll sort of dig in the center of this room, I guess.
0: Okay. So... The shovel crunches into the gra- this uh, gravel seashell flooring, and you start slowly making your way. And then the um, particles kind of uh, slide away, revealing a human skull. Oh. And as that is happening, Norman, you're watching these shells, and something catches your eye, and you look behind, and you see hovering in the air is a cavalry saber hovering right above Harold's head Harold Harold
1: yes um you might want to move away alright I'll, I'll turn around and look back towards him and I'm assuming see this thing
0: what's hovering above you
1: oh okay um I guess I'll turn back towards him and walk towards him
0: okay and as soon as you turn, the saber like drops down, and you, you hear the clatter behind you. And had you not moved, that would have been in your head. Yikes. Um, I would like both of you to make a sanity roll. All right. I, um...
2: I hate... I hate... That is like, a fail. Yeah.
1: I rolled a 93. I got a 72 over 50.
0: All right. Um, Well, Harold, you'll only lose two. Um, Norman, you lose four. Lovely. And it has also gotten noticeably a lot colder again.
1: Dear God, what was that?
2: I have no earthly idea, but I don't believe an earthly idea will be the right
1: um the right word for it. Um is is that saber still there? Like is it yeah. a physical thing? Mm-hmm. Um It's I... uh kind of embedded
0: itself in the ground, um, point down. Okay. Right next to the
1: skull, by the way. Um I'll go and look at it. Investigate it.
0: Okay, the saber or the skull? The saber. Okay. Um, I don't. You don't need a roll for it. It just appears to be an old cavalry saber, probably Civil War era. There's not. There's nothing unnatural about it. Okay. Harold. Yes. Harold, check check
1: the skeleton's hands. Uh, have we found hands, or is it just a skull so far?
0: Just the skull. You found okay. bits of bone. But now you've found the
1: skull. Okay. We need to find the hands. Um. I guess I'll keep digging. Uh, with much more haste now, because I'm scared. Okay. I am going to be keeping watch
2: because I'm not scared of ghosts.
0: <laughs> 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 so you set the skull aside and keep digging. The skull is there if you would like to investigate it. Norman, but Harold, you keep digging and eventually your shovel hits hard ground and kind of scrapes away and you clear away a bit, of the, bit more of the shelves and you have hit a, uh, a limestone flooring. Okay. And you also notice that there appears to be painted onto the flooring a curved red line that seems
1: to continue on. Interesting. Um, I guess I'll. Oh man, I'm gonna have to dig up this whole floor. Um,
2: I don't exactly think that would be necessary. Hmm. You could just follow the line. Hopefully, it doesn't go too
0: far. That's true.
1: Um, I'll try to do that. Okay.
0: Now, the shell and gravel uh, flooring is only about two feet deep. So it takes you roughly 30-ish minutes. Okay. Um, So it doesn't take too long. And eventually you clear off uh, what looks to be some sort of occult-like symbol. Okay. You can go ahead and make an occult occult roll.
1: I will do that. I do not have an occult skill listed.
0: Okay, so that would just be a one then. Okay.
1: Well, I don't think I'm going to get this, but yeah, no, 97 okay. over one.
0: <laughs> you have no idea about the significance of this symbol.
1: Um, Norman, uh, do you know anything about this symbol? What it might mean? I don't recognize it.
2: Well, let me just take a glance at it. Nope. No, I do not. Uh I rolled a sixty over
1: ten.
0: Okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's uh that's what's
1: on the floor. Okay. Um and that that's what the line led to, right? Correct. Okay. Hmm. Actually,
0: I'll just describe it anyways, because the listeners don't fucking know what I'm what it looks like. <laughs> so it's this um this large circle with three sub lines curling inward and archaic script written all around okay snakes
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: sorry
1: <laughs> huh okay well I, I don't know what else to do with this so um, we haven't found any other pieces of the skeleton yet okay. other than just bits of bone
0: uh, both of you make a luck roll for me, real quick.
1: That is a 49 over 40. Okay.
0: That is a 31
2: under 60.
0: Alrighty. So, as you guys are studying this symbol, um, something catches your eye, Norman. They're kind of tucked in one of the piles that uh, Howard made while uncovering the symbol appears to be something small, black, and shiny. Interesting. I'm going to approach it and examine. It appears to be a black ring. Interesting. Well,
2: uh, Harold. Uh, yes. I do believe I found what we've been for.
1: Um, I will go over and look at it.
0: Okay. And as you go, like, the room drops another 10 degrees. You can start seeing your breath in the air. You're almost, like, shivering at this point.
1: Mm. It's getting rather cold in here. Indeed it is, but we must trudge onward, I believe. Hmm. I... I haven't found anything that would prove... Uh, nothing that would hold up in court, at least. Um, mostly just ravings of paranormal. Well, I mean, we
2: did encounter paranormal, I do believe. That
1: is true. But who's going to... <laughs> what what uh, jury is going to believe us when we... Bring that as evidence well I'm... and as you were talking um out of
0: the corner of your, corners of your eyes uh there appears to be another uh face amongst you and turning to look the skull is now floating at eye level and coming closer towards you
1: wow oh, <laughs> i i do not like that um Uh, I'm gonna grab something off of a nearby shelf and try and throw it at it
0: Okay Um, Both of you make another sanity roll for me Okay
1: Fuck It's a fail 57 over 48
2: Well, I am a master of dice and I rolled a 95 Oh my gosh (laughs) What does with mean? Losing sanity every
0: time I play this game? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's rigged, I say. <laughs> Harold, that's another three. Okay. And just because that's a 95, I'm going to say you take full sanity, and that's a... Her, Norman, you take four sanity.
2: Oh, another four. Lovely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, But you grab like a like a jar and throw it at the skull, which it collides with and it just and then it drops to the ground and rolls towards your feet.
1: Alright. Um well, I do not want to stay around any longer than we have to. Um I am willing to leave with what little evidence we found. Um it was unlikely that we'd find anything anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Well hold on a minute. As, um, cowardly as I have been, I want to try something just out of morbid curiosity. Um, and, uh, Norman is going to put the black ring on his right ring finger.
0: Okay. And as soon as you do that, this feeling pours over you. All throughout this whole investigation, you've had this kind of inkling, like, why does the Blackwood name sound so familiar to me? Why? And as soon as the ring touches your finger, we know why. You are a distant relative of the Blackwood family. Oh, shit. And you know that this ring can give you power over the creature in this room. And the sigil... Begins to glow, and that's when you see it. The two of you see these these long tendril masses beginning to pour out from the walls. Uh, these tentacles are tipped with orifices, ringed with needle sharp teeth. There does appears to be no discernible head or eyes, but this there is this undulating central mass. From which these tendrils originate, and you get this stench of rotting eggs and open grave, and you hear. So Blackwood, you are finally here. And you hear the cellar door close, and I would like both of you to make a sanity roll.
1: All right, thank God. Okay, eighteen <laughs> under uh, under forty five.
2: So first off, I just want to say that is the weirdest looking dog. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: Second off, I rolled a 29 under 52. (laughs) Okay. So both of you lose three sanity. Fuck. (laughs) So how much has that been for, for both of you? I know.
1: Eight total for me. Eight total?
2: That would be 11 total for me.
1: Okay.
0: These tendrils circle around you. Long have I waited to exact my revenge on the Blackwoods I shall rip and tear them apart one by one starting with you Um
1: I I uh this I, I think we should probably leave now, Norman.
2: I'm going to just take the ring off, throw it at the the thing. And...
0: <laughs> All right. Because I'm not afraid of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> um, before you guys can make any move, as soon as the ring touches the floor, these tendrils lash out and we're going to get into combat. No, no, no. No 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> so that's eighty for Harold, damn, and that's forty for Norman. So Harold, you are first.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to draw my pistol. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to shoot at one of the tentrals. Okay. Make a firearms roll. Uh, Damage bonus doesn't count unless it's unarmed, right? Or like just fighting. Correct. Okay. Okay, here we go. That is a 12 under 60, which is equal to extreme.
0: Okay. So that'll be full damage.
1: Awesome. So that's a D10. So 10 damage.
0: Okay. You shoot and your aim is true. And it just like slices through this tendril and it falls to the ground, flopping and it, it like dissolves into this puddle of black icor. All right. Uh, Norman, it is your turn. Um,
2: uh, I am going to reach for the shovel and try to give the, one of these tendrils some blunt force trauma.
0: Okay. So, go ahead and roll, roll a Fighting Brawl for me. And the damage for the Shovel is, I believe, a D6 plus damage bonus, which you don't have, so it'll just be a D6. All right. Well, it does not matter because I rolled a 94. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He does get an attack back. Oh, which, by the way, he did get, or it did get against you, Harold, um, but it failed. Okay.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs>
0: And uh, as you are going to jam this shovel down on the tendril, it manages to grab onto your leg. You feel this, these different mouths bite down on your leg at multiple spots. You take three points of damage, and you feel the tendril wrap around your leg. All right. Well, in that case... Oh! <laughs> 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 All right. Now it's its turn. It is going to throw out it at its tentacles again. The first one is coming at you, Harold. Uh, you can make a dodge or
1: fight back. I'll make a dodge. Okay, so that'll be half your dex. Half my dex. Okay, that is 30 under 40. Okay, it got a
0: hard success. So it deals its damage. Damn. It wraps around the arm with your gun and tightens and uh, you're going to take four points of damage. Okay. Okay, and then another tendril's going to shoot out at you, Norman. <sighs> um, oh, that no. is an extreme success. So you can try to make an attack or a dodge, but you will have a, a penalty die because the thing is wrapped around your leg.
2: ten uh, can- I d- disagree with the role. Is that. Can I. Can I disagree? I, I disagree. I, <laughs> no, I <laughs> accept your <point>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're actually, I'll try to make a counterattack. Okay. I'll try to make a counterattack. Alrighty. All right, I have to make an extreme success.
0: Yeah. Alright. Seventy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you will take four points of damage as well. As another one of these tendrils wraps around your arm and pulls tight, actually, you'll take an extra. You'll take five points because the other um, tendril just starts digging into your leg even more. Oh God. <sighs> will destroy each and every one of you limb by limb. And Harold, it's your turn again.
1: <laughs> okay. So, did I end up dropping my gun?
0: No, you still have it.
1: Okay. Am I in a position to fire? Yes. Okay. I will do that at uh the tendril that uh is currently engaging norman
2: so sorry real quick um that was five damage i just took that turn right yeah that is over half my health
0: okay so you have to make a constitution roll for me that is a major wound
2: oh god Oh, God. I rolled exactly 40. My constitution right. is
0: 40. All right. So you are still conscious. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, go ahead and make an attack roll then for me. Okay. Harold?
1: Uh, that is going to miss. That's a 95 over 60. Shit.
0: Yeah, the, it got like almost a stranglehold on your arm, and it it kind of yanks a little bit, and it throws your aim off. Gotcha. Okay. Norman, it is your turn. <laughs> uh, well,
2: with the last little strand consciousness I have left, um, I am going to take uh, the shovel that is weakly within my grasp, and try to bash at the uh, roll around my leg mm-hmm. Now you can try to break out with a, a strength roll oh interesting interesting nope I, uh, <clears throat> yeah I think my best chance is to try to just break free so I'm going to try to break free oh my goodness I rolled a 7 or 30 oh shit that's not a an extreme success, but it is or but it is a critical.
0: Correct. Um, however, I was just reading more about this ability. Note that a comrades fumbled attack roll means their attack hurts their friend rather than the creature.
1: Oh. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. So
0: Harold, roll damage for me.
1: Fuck. All right. Here we go. That's five. I'm dead. <laughs> okay.
0: Fuck yeah! So, you fire, and it jerks your hand back, and the bullet goes right through Norman's head. Damn! <laughs> Turns out you were the monster all along. <laughs> 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 All right, well, the monster's turn. Three more tendrils go lash lash forward and grab uh, Norman's body. And you hear this sickening as his body is split in half. Uh, I need you to make another sanity roll.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, sanity, here we go. 33 under 42.
0: All right. So you only lose three. All right. But that is one fifth of your sanity. So you are considered indefinitely insane right now.
1: Okay. Wonderful.
0: That the, There's not like a, a bout of madness or anything that happens, but you are mentally unstable right now. Um, and that is its turn. It spent all its attacks to... Rip Norman to shreds. It just. Finally!
1: <laughs> oh, that feels good. It's your turn, Harold. Okay. I'm going to get the fuck out of here.
0: Alright. uh If you'd like to make a strength roll to yes break
1: the tentacle? Yes. Okay. That's 17 under 70.
0: Okay, yeah, you manage to yank your arm loose. It kind of, as it does, the mouths that are already biting onto your arm kind of rip free and tear the flesh off of your forearm and hand. So you will take one point of damage. Okay,
1: I can live with that. But you are free. Okay, then I'm going, can I still uh, like run to the ladder this turn? Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay, I will do that then i get as far away as I can. Gotcha. And you just, without a second thought,
0: turn around and run straight for the ladder. You get up to the, say you get up to the door at this turn. Okay. And let me roll for this. You feel a sharp pain in your lower leg. And you notice that there is a cavalry saber sticking out of your calf. Oh, shit. Um, um that, But that's only going to be two points of damage.
1: Uh, Oh, shit. Am I really that low? How much did I take from... Oh, no, I didn't go down to one. I lost one. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. Um, How much damage did it do? Two. Okay. I'm down to two HP. Oh, shit.
0: It is your turn, though.
1: Okay. I'm going to fucking get out of here. Uh, Well, can I take the thing out of my leg first? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to try and pull this out of my leg. Mm -hmm. You yank the cavalry
0: saber out. I'll I'll give it to you. There's no strength roll. And the blood just starts oozing out of your calf. But you manage to throw the, the cellar door open and scramble your way out up into the first floor. All right, great. Is that all I can do on my turn? Uh, yeah okay you hear like pounding against the the cellar door in the basement below you um, as if the creature cannot get past
1: the basement. okay well that's good uh, that gives me some comfort <laughs> <laughs> I I, will, I guess I'll just keep running away
0: all right there is your car uh, in the driveway.
1: Yes, I will run to that. Yeah.
0: You're out of combat now, by the way, so.
1: Okay, great. Okay. Uh, I'm still running. I'm very terrified. Okay. Um, As soon as I get to my car, though, I'm going to try and wrap up my leg as best I can, bandage it.
0: Okay. Go ahead and make a first aid roll.
1: Okay. Let's see. First aid. Okay, great. Uh, Not great. 80 over 40.
0: You can push if you'd like
1: uh yeah I'd like to I'll take off my jacket or whatever I'm wearing and just like try to rip it up into some sort of bandage um just out of desperation uh after not finding okay. anything I'm assuming yeah All right.
0: um so yeah go ahead and push
1: ah <sighs> oh, fuck okay that's 83 over 40 oh
0: no <laughs> um shit Uh, I'm going to say that uh, you you tie it wrong and then undo it. By tying it the way you did, you did something wrong and the blood starts pouring out faster. Uh, So I'd like you to make a constitution roll.
1: Uh, (laughs) That's a 73 over 50. Uh, You know what? I have nothing to lose here. I'm going to burn some luck.
0: Okay. Uh, You barely managed to hold on to consciousness um, as you technically gave yourself a major
1: wound. (laughs) Okay, so I am barely conscious now. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, well, shit. I don't know if I'm in a condition to drive. Am I in a condition to drive? Shakily, but yeah. Okay, uh, then I will try and drive out of here as, uh, carefully as possible.
0: Okay. Shakily, you turn the keys and the engine comes to life and you, um, as carefully as you can to not aggravate your leg. I'll say it's in your left leg and it was in your left leg and not your right leg. Okay. So, doesn't affect your driving <laughs> that much. Um, you pull out from the cabin and drive off.
1: All right. So, where would you like to go? Uh, I guess uh, to the hospital. <laughs> okay. Like, a a doctor someone someone that can perform first aid on me okay and then i guess uh once i get there also ask them to uh like call the police and tell them the address of the place just because you know there's a dead body there
0: all right so eventually klein shows up and uh, uh i'm sorry harold what happened the police are all over the place. They, I got a call. Norman's dead.
1: What happened? Listen, if I tell you what happened, you got to promise me you won't think I'm crazy. And it will give a little bit more credence to what Blackwood has said. All right. I'm all ears. Um, I, I'll i recount to him uh, what happened. Um, With the the sword floating over my head and almost killing me. Uh, And then uh, Norman putting on the ring and uh, getting attacked by this uh, otherworldly force. He shakes
0: his head. (sighs) Do you know how crazy this sounds? Um, I would like you to make a persuasion roll. Okay,
1: I will do that. Persuasion... I do not... Oh, yes I do. Okay. Please... Okay, that's a 13 under 30.
0: He's a, he kind of sighs and... I don't know why, but I'm inclined to believe you. If... Maybe that's just what you saw and there was something else in there that... Like an animal or something. But... This happening twice in a row with two different people doesn't seem to be a coincidence. I think there's enough evidence here that we could at least get a lifetime in prison.
1: Well, that's that's good. We, we something good managed to come out of this, I suppose.
0: Yes. Jesus. Well, you have my thanks, and uh, you will be receiving a check from my office in the mail soon. And he wanders out, muttering to himself. All right. And uh, as you lie here in your hospital bed, as uh, night falls, you struggle to close your eyes and go to sleep. As images of Norman being ripped apart just constantly plays in your mind and we jump to the cabin where uh, there's police barricades all, all around the building and t- with a body bag they carry out Norman's body and one, investigate, one officer is still behind down in the, the basement searching around as a black inky tendril rises up from the ground and that is where our story comes to a close Sadly, thank you for listening to our strange story tonight, and we hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Join us next time for part one of Musik der Verupten. In the meantime, follow us on social media. We are Tales from the Orn Library official on Facebook and at Orn Library Pod on Twitter. Additionally, you can visit our website at talesfromtheornlibrary.com where you can view all the handouts used in the show thus far. And until next time, remember, the library is always open.